Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with the amazing and wonderful Jill M. Jackson, and we will be discussing the secrets of the secret in just a moment. But first, I want to introduce you to something that might be a secret to you, but not so much to the people around you. A lot of us go through this world looking, at, looking other people, at other people, and you can get this impression that everybody else is so much gifted more talented than you are and the truth of the matter is we are all uniquely and beautifully gifted but the challenge with your own gifts is you're inside the jar and you can't read the label on the outside you can't oftentimes make out that thing that makes you so special that amazing gift that you're bringing into the world and so that's why i created the superpower quiz and as you know, in this show, I ask you to use your pen and your paper quite a bit. So grab a pen, paper, crayons, markers, whatever works for you, and uh, write down this URL, superpowerquiz.us. That's superpowerquiz.us. It's fast, it's free, and it's extremely insightful. And uh, it's my gift to you superpowerquiz.us. And now that I've introduced you to yourself, I'm going to introduce you to today's guest. Jill M. Jackson is an internationally celebrated psychic medium, spiritual teacher, and published author. She is the recipient of the prestigious Psychic of the Year Award for 2015 and 2016 from Best American Psychics. As a spiritual teacher and spiritual mentor, Jill works with clients to ignite ignite their innate sacred gifts. Seeing her students undergo this magical transformation is a joy to Jill's soul, and their testimony speaks to her passion and brilliance as a mentor. Jill became an award-winning author with the advent of her book, Secrets of the Secret, one of her proudest accomplishments. Her authorial debut was Mississippi Medium, My Journey from Southern Baptist to Talking to the Dead. It's a must read for anyone on the path of awakening, and it continues to receive five-star reviews. Jill co-leads spiritual retreats with her husband and twin flame, Mystic D. Francis. And at those retreats, attendees can experience the divine spark created when two twin flames unite. So you can check that out at mysticjourneys.us, and that URL will be in the show notes. Thank you for coming, Jill. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for that warm welcome. And it is my honor to be here with you today. I love the work that you're doing, helping others ignite their own passions. Because like you said, we all are gifted in so many ways. Absolutely. So speaking of gifted in so many ways, we all have kind of a journey to not just spiritual awakening, but recognizing those gifts in ourselves. What did that journey look like for you? Uh, it was it was not an easy one by any means. Uh, I was born able to see the spirit world, but, but I really tried to push it down for so long, and I just wanted to sort of be normal, whatever that is, you know. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> normal. Right. Exactly. Highly relative term that means what I'm not. <laughs> 100%. 100%. And, you know, I just I just wanted to, to really fit in. And so I, I just, again, tried to be normal. I became a CPA in business manager i was living in southern california it doesn't Our, get much more more mundane than that right show me the yeah. receipts and the numbers <laughs> absolutely my left brain was in full activation and you know and i was earning a, a very good salary and and again you just get caught up in that feeling like okay yes i know these gifts are are here but let, let me just sort of you know live a life where maybe I don't have to full-time acknowledge them. And yeah. the, the universe, you know, I ended up becoming very sick because it, what happens- It will do that, that to get your attention, yeah. right? Because Absolutely. right now you're wearing the golden handcuffs and going, you know what? I don't really want to take these off. I've yes. got a mortgage on a house I really like. <laughs> yes. And I'm adoring my lifestyle and I know that shit will change. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You hit it on the nail. Hit, uh, definitely. And, but, you know, like you said, when we are not in alignment with our purpose and we are not living our truth, our physical bodies have a way of showing us and they will start shutting down. I know so many others have, you know, had physical ailments to deal with as, as well. And I ended up in the hospital on two occasions because I can be a little bit stubborn. The, the exactly. Well, and it's one of the few ways to cut ourselves a kind of a collective break. Illness is one of the few times you get a hall pass from life, right? If yes. you're sick, no one expects you to be on top of the laundry and the bills and whatever is going on in your career. You you get a little hall pass to sit and think about things. Yes, absolutely. And and that's pretty much what I did the first time around. But again, I was still being a little resistant, a lot resistant, if I'm honest. About <laughs> I can't throw any stones. I was right, raised by right. a German and a Norwegian, and I... Took the spiritual two by four up the head to get me. Yeah, I even talk yep. about that in my book, Sophie. Is this my my guides call it the etheric two by four that you know they hit me over the head with many times. And so the second time I ended up in the hospital, I, I really really started listening at, at that point, and then also through you know not being able to manifest a, a child that really you know with so many miscarriages that sent me down a really oh. dark road as well where i started questioning everything i i really really my heart goes out to you on that because i have that as part of my own journey as well and it can be super duper hard and it can be challenging to find support around it yeah Oh, yes, absolutely. So may I inquire what it was specifically that put you in the hospitalizations? Well, I was diagnosed with, with lupus and there were times that I could not even breathe. And again, now that I know what I know, you know, I understand what that represents, right? You, you, yeah, you feel like you're, you're drowning. Yeah. And you, you're attacking your own self, basically. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so at that at that point, I really started exploring my path, what I came here to do, how I was not honoring my spiritual 
gifts, which in turn meant I wasn't really living my authentic truth, right? Yeah. And, and I think well, so what many... were some of the baby steps that showed up for you once you said, all right, I'll try? <laughs> You know, the the first baby step was I started studying the tarot because, you know, we like to justify things to ourselves, right? We, we like to come up with reasons. And so I, I thought, well, this is something that I can do without fully engaging mm -hmm. in that world. It, it was a baby step for me. So I, I started studying the tarot and, and studied with a wonderful woman in Southern California that had been reading for over 50 years. Yeah. And again, everything we do, every part of the path helps us more and more yeah. kind of start taking that the shackles off, so exactly. to speak. Exactly. I, I don't know about you, but I found, I started with angel card reading, but same concept. Um, I found it was really great training wheels for like learning the language of spirit and what things, what symbols meant to me personally. Yes, and, and what Oracle cards and even the Tarot can do is uh, open up aspects of ourselves, like you said, through the symbology. And you really must be in a meditative state to, you know, and it, it sort of propels you to a meditative state the more you start getting into the Oracle cards and the Tarot cards. So it helps us quiet the mind and start allowing the, the spirit world and the in the chatter to calm down. Yeah, it's another nice bridge from all of that really organized analytical mind thought into more of the symbolical, emotional, psycho, somatic, if you will, side of things. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And another thing that I realized through this journey is I had always used my psychic gifts you know, in my work, but I just thought that everybody did that. And, exactly. You know, <laughs> everybody else is wired this way. It's not an actual gift. <laughs> exactly. You know, the things that we tell ourselves, right, to yeah. to sort of fit into, I guess, a normal reality. I mean, whatever the hell that is, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm claircognizant is one of my big ones. And it's one of the ones that I didn't like really brutally crack down on and turn off because I could kind of find ways to explain it to people that had nothing to do with like woo or weirdness. It's like, well, you know me, I'm a really smart person. I read voraciously and I must have seen it somewhere, right? Yeah, that justification, right? <laughs> that justification. And because I was able to justify it, I didn't shut down that part of my psychic senses the way I did seeing and hearing and some of those sorts of things. Absolutely. Yes. And, and I can say that I used my clear cognizance a lot as well. You know, I, I just knew things and, and, and I could see, you know, I was, you know, prophecy was huge, but again, I was just really not wanting to fully explore that. And for me, you know, I just one day just decided to jump off that cliff because my life had become a, a certain place where it just didn't make sense anymore. And, you know, it's time to really start living my truth. Mm -hmm. So I, I went from earning a very uh, large 
sum of money and and having a business and everything to just literally jumping off that that cliff. Yeah, so like, it wasn't an easy I'm process. Going to something else totally different. Yes. Yes. What was it that kind of gave you that? push over the edge because there's usually a last straw that makes us go, you know what, there's no point in holding on to the airplane. It's time to trust the parachute. Yes. Um, well, my, my marriage was definitely failing at, at the time. And uh, the, the person I was married to at the time did not believe in my gifts, um, did not you know, didn't want to even embrace or understand how I knew things before they were going to to happen. And, you know, the more I started opening up at, at home and, and embracing the, the gifts and honoring the gifts, the more my marriage started failing. And I know for a lot of my students and a lot of people I've mentored, that's something that they have endured as well. Because when we start stepping into our truth, you know, the facade of a life, and maybe it's not a facade at the time, but that aspect of our lives doesn't really make sense anymore and doesn't fit. Yeah, exactly. I've, if you've read any of Hawkins' work, Power Versus Force is like his classic. And when you think about that, that spectrum of emotional, psycho-spiritual alignment, where you've got like shame at, at the bottom and sublime love at the top. I forget exactly what the word is he used for it. Um, you know, we, we run our lives within a certain spectrum within that typically. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with what's sitting in our unconscious mind. What's that kind of default thing that's going on for us? And we tend to stay in that bandwidth and we tend to partner with people who have overlapping bandwidths with us. And oftentimes when you awaken, you shift so greatly on that scale that you don't have anything in common with that other person anymore. Absolutely. Because yeah. you said the, the frequency doesn't align any longer. Yeah. Or it doesn't align. It doesn't overlap at all or not long enough for it to be comfortable for both parties. Yes, and I, I think during the awakening process too, it, it does feel like that we are going through a, a type of death or you know a, a near death experience <laughs> yeah. because everything. I mean, for me, it was my marriage, you know, falling apart. The career I had taken so long to to build, and and you know, and I was successful, but then realizing. It was causing me physical illness and I wasn't able to continue uh, along that path anymore. So it, it was a, a very challenging time. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting how our souls will take away our favorite toys. My favorite toy was my big bad intellect. And I had a high powered career at the time. And when your big bad intellect goes away, so does the high powered career. And I'm grateful that my marriage survived it because my husband's an amazing life partner. And I think honestly, when we got together, he was higher vibe than I was, <laughs> which is, I think, why he was able to hang around. Um, but yeah, your school will, will target your favorite toys so that you learn to play with something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and for me, it was the, the large house on, on the side of the mountain in southern 
California. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it all just didn't make sense anymore. Yeah. And so how, how did you begin to shift into it? How did your awakening really look? What, what was that experience? Just starting to have a lot of dreams and again, just having a, a quest within my soul to, to really sort of understand why we're, we're here. I, I had been, you know, in Southern California for so long and really not tuned in to anything other than, you know, the next the client. And, and so I started taking classes and I think that really helped me. I, I went to Sedona, Arizona and became a past life regression, um, got certified in past life regression, and that turned Whoa. a huge door opening for me. Love past life regression. It's infinitely fascinating to me. I recently got certified in that at the end of last year. And whether you actually believe in past lives or not, the thing that is incontrovertible about it is going into that symbology and the interactions and what's in your subconscious mind, whether it's actually quote unquote true or not, always, always, always results in profound healing. And so it's hugely fascinating to me as a scientist, as well as a woo person. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. It, it really shifted my reality. And one, and I love how spirit works too, because it was during that training as we were, were leaving um, and I was with someone else because I wouldn't have really believed it if I, if I were not with someone else that had seen it, but we're leaving. And we looked on the mountain as we're driving out and Archangel Michael is standing on the mountain and I could see him with my eyes open, not in my third eye. Yeah. And I looked over at her and we're both just crying. Tears are falling down our face. And when you witness something like that, your paradigm shifts in ways that you really, I wasn't able to, to go back to my old life in any capacity. So. Yeah. It's amazing how profoundly, changing that sort of an experience is and that was almost the one that convinced me that there was woo stuff <laughs> they, there was almost. one more i had to have after that but i remember after having the, had the experience of seeing michael um i came out with a prayer in a language i'd never learned in this lifetime and after I got out of the shower, <laughs> I went to, and I Googled it uh, phonetically and discovered that it, it's a Hebrew candle lighting ceremony prayer. And it's Amazing. Like, wow. And that, that was the one that almost convinced the scientist, but not quite. <laughs> so there had to be another one, huh? There was another one, yes. Um, we are up on our first break already. And what I would like to invite you to do, everyone who's listening to us here today, grab your pen, grab your piece of paper, and I'd invite you to spend some time with, have you been getting nudges? Have you been getting invitations? Have you had 
urges growing inside of you that feel almost like a biological clock. It's like, I've got something really important here to do. I've got something really important here to do. I'd like you to acknowledge these little invitations to become more curious and uh, note those down. Hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back from the break. I'm so glad you hang in there through it with us. Um, I'm glad you made your list. Thank you for doing that. It's important to me that you get impact out of this and participating in these kinds of ways helps you to get the impact that you need from this. Quick question before we swing back into your story. The people who made this list of like mini invitations that have been coming their way to 
take a tarot class or read this uh, the spiritual author, those kinds of things. And they've been a little hesitant to do it. What, what words of wisdom do you have for them? That's a great question. The, the best words of wisdom that I can offer is to just go within because the, the way that we get to know ourselves, we have a capacity to understand is this some type of fear that is being triggered? Is 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 it an authentic fear that we are feeling? What happens to our physical body when we think about taking the course or reading the, the books? And if you can understand and really have a knowing that it is truly a fear, then I really encourage you to work through, through that. Um, timing is so important. I've had people that want to go on our retreats or they want to mentor with with me or they even may want to have a reading or something and then the fear just stops them in their tracks and sometimes they'll come up with an excuse of funds or money or something like that but i truly believe if something is in alignment with our soul's purpose we find the funds, right? Do we find? Yes. I know I do. I know. Well, and, and here's the thing that I've noticed, and we're talking about secrets of the secret. One of the secrets I've found around the secret is you can't just sit on your couch and go, I'm going to manifest this. It manifests a lot faster when you're putting aligned energy into it. So if you really do have a course or a retreat or something that you really want to go on, and it feels aligned, even if it feels a little scary, taking steps to make that a reality will make it a reality much faster. Whether it's uh, looking for ways that you can find additional funds, registering for the course and trusting that the universe is gonna provide when it comes time for the balance of the tuition to come due. Uh, these kinds of aligned actions actually bring it into your reality faster. Absolutely. And I write about this in, in my book because in addition to the law of attraction, like you mentioned, there's so many other spiritual laws. There's the law of vibration, which everything is, is energy. There's the law of action. The universe really needs to see that we are serious. You know, we're moving forward. We're researching. What does this look like? How does it feel in my body when I do said thing? I mean, I, I, offer this to my clients when you think about taking this course sit down and see how it feels in your body if you don't take the course and then in turn sit down and see how it feels in your body once you do take the course and with everything that we step into that's new and different of course there's going to be some nerves and butterflies and anxiety that's just part of the human experience right well and here's the interesting thing that they've discovered about anxiety versus excitement okay the physical feeling of both of these things are very super similar and the difference between the two is the story you're telling yourself in your mind about that physical sensation in your body and that's something that you can begin to control and to shift i know a lot of times from my own journey, it felt like all oh, my thoughts are just spontaneous and there's nothing I can do about it. But there is actually a little space that occurs. And when you can find that little space between 
the sensation and then your mind making up the story, you can make that little space bigger and you can start to insert in there the things that you want to be telling yourself instead of the things that your mind is doing to keep you safe and to keep you stuck. Uh, one of the mistakes I think that happens like in the self-help world, and I, you probably run into this also, is this idea that well, those thoughts are mean and evil and nasty and they're here to hurt me. And the truth of the matter is that those thoughts were initially created to protect you and to keep you safe. And so I found in terms of trying to like release those thoughts and convert them into an ally, it was important for me to recognize that... Um, that fundamental function that they have. They, they are here with good intentions, even if they're not operating in a way that we like right now. <laughs> and Absolutely. because they have those good intentions, we can encourage them to behave in more supportive manners. Absolutely. And I explain that to my clients uh, in mentoring session. Like you said, it, it's really, it really doesn't serve anyone to either push those thoughts down or pretend that they're not there. They're there for a reason. And it, it may be a false narrative that we were, you know, taught along the, the way. It right. may be. Or it may have been a completely true narrative in that initial instance in which it the defense mechanism arose, right? It served yes. a real legitimate purpose in that moment, but now you've grown past that. You're no longer three years old or five years old or whatever it was. You're now an adult person who has more influence, more power, more control, and more ability in this life than you had at that young age. Absolutely, and science has proven that we can rewire our brains. And like you said, I love I love how you explain it, where you're creating a little extra space in there for the purpose of rewiring. And, you know, it, uh, I believe it takes anywhere from three, three weeks to 30 days to really be able to rewire the brain, but it, it works. I've, I've done yeah. it. I've done the research myself. Absolutely. And there are actually ways to accelerate that that's even better in our microwave society, right? It's like, oh my God, it's going to take 21 days. Doesn't have to, okay? And meditation, that meditative state is actually the state in which you can re-experience and rewire and talk to this programming in a way that will get you a different result much faster. Now, it's not a one and done kind of thing, but it'll take you six or eight sessions instead of 21 days. And I think most of us find that a little bit more manageable. <laughs> Absolutely. That's easier to kind of swallow, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it's it? easier to fit into your schedule. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So very true. So how did you come to writing The Secret of the Secret? What, what, what kind of nudged you into that? Because it's not like we just go, ah, I'm going to go do this. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, it was, I've always been known as a master manifester, even back before I really jumped off the spiritual cliff, so to speak, I, I could want something and just call it into existence. I mean, my friends and family were just marveled at it. But when I 
uh, tried to manifest having a child. Then I endured uh, five different miscarriages, and mm-hmm. I would I started reading the books, you know, about the law of attraction, and started putting that into into practice. And with one miscarriage after the other, and I I tell the whole entire story in my book because um, it, it was a very dark place, and and I and went through a lot of despair. really really faith. test really. your faith. Oh, my faith, uh, I was tested uh, on every level. And, uh, you know, and what led me to write the book, though, was on top of feeling like the, the grief from not being able to be a biological mother in this lifetime, I also felt like a failure as to why was I not able to manifest this? What was I doing wrong? Was I not deserving? You know, why, why, why? You ask these questions. So I, I went on a quest and it really helped me delve deeper into my own gifts. And you, you talk about what were some of the catalysts and that was one of the catalysts. So I just started writing it all down. And it wasn't until years later that I actually finished finished the book, but I had journaled about it for many, many years. And when I found so many clients who had similar stories on things that they weren't able to manifest, I felt that this book would really be able to help a lot of people understand that the law of attraction is powerful. However, it's not the end all be all. There's other things. And there are other laws. There are other things. There are contracts that we made before we came into this world, life plans. And I know for myself, one of the things that I've come to over the years, and it's not like written out in my life plan, that there will be no kids. But knowing what I know about myself and my personality, I tend to focus on the things that I'm really passionate about. And I'm here to serve a lot of people. And had I succeeded in having a child, I would not have that focus. I would be focused on what's going on with my kid, what's going on with the grandkids, Um, And I would be distracted from what otherwise would have been my mission. And so I've come to accept over the years that because of this trait, really manifesting a child was counterproductive to what I came here to do. And and that it's so profound. You know, like you said, there's always a reason that we have written that into our soul contract. And like you said, soul contracts can be amended or rewritten but this is something that my soul chose to do. And, you know, throughout this exploration of understanding, I've come to realize, and my team has explained that I came here to be a mother to many, just as you, you know, we're, we're here to to help mother in different ways because there's so many expressions of motherhood, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I adopt my clients now. <laughs> <laughs> I get Mother's Day cards from them now, something I never, ever thought would happen. Oh, that is I so cool. It, it hurt my heart so much that I never got Mother's Day cards. And I mentioned it once to a, a group I was running, and now I get Mother's Day cards. How beautiful is that? It See, is. the universe delivers. And I write about that in my book. You know, unanswered prayers is a really true, true thing, because sometimes we... We go into the depths of depression and grief, not understanding why we're not able to manifest something. But I promise you, the universe always has something else in mind that we may not understand in that moment. 
And that's where the spiritual law of faith, which is trust and surrender, comes into play as well. Exactly. We talked a little bit about the law of action, and that kind of circles me back around to a question that I have for you. You had a very successful accounting practice slash business. I don't know if it was all accounting practice, um, but then you you jumped off the, the cliff of faith. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people struggle with that moment of, okay, I have released the way I have made my income in the past and now I'm stepping into this brave new world. And it can be a real struggle to figure out how to get the money flow turned back on again. Yes, 100%. And it's so interesting, Sophia, that so many of us that are givers, we feel like we wanna give our gifts. We want to keep giving and giving and giving. And, you know, I had no qualms at all charging the rates that I did as a celebrity business manager or CPA. But when it came to coming up with some kind of energy exchange for my spiritual gifts, I really struggled with that, even though I was a CPA and a business person. And uh, I started out uh, offering donation based readings, you know, because I could I could feel better inside. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's have... kind of a pretty common starting point. That was one of the things that my guides recommended to me. They're like, you will charge. I'm like, I don't know what to charge. They're like, they will know what to give you. Okay, we'll start there. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, it, I did that for a while. And I remember one client that really changed all of that for me. You know, you start listening to the questions that they're asking. And uh, this one particular client was asking, uh, should she vacation in Hawaii or the Virgin Islands? And, you know, yet she could only offer me a very small donation energy exchange for that yeah. session. So I really mm -hmm. started wondering. <laughs> yeah, because both of those vacation options are really nice, fat four to five figure vacations. <laughs> Absolutely. It's funny yes. how we all have these different, um, what do I want to say, energetic money walls in there. And I know one of the things I ran into a lot as I was starting my healing practice was, oh, well, healing, you can't charge money to do healing. I'm like, are you kidding me? The, the medical industry does it all the freaking time <laughs> and charges a lot for it. So that that was one of the things that came up. The other thing that came up for me, and as you go along these things, the areas of growth will show up for you in these kinds of like moments. And one of my moments as I was going through this donation phase was every client that I had do a donation for me um, gave me more than I ever expected them to give me which showed me yes. just how low my energetic money ceiling was. <laughs> yes, that is very, very common. Yeah. For sure. So we are up on our second break already. And here is the assignment that I have, dear listener, who joined us here today. Take your pen, take your piece of paper. And a lot of times when you're listening to interviews like this, and you're listening to the things that came up for 
me or for the guest or different parts of their story, you'll have an emotional reaction that'll happen. It might be in the form of a judgment. It might be in the form of like a recognition. It's like, oh my gosh, I have that happen too. Take a few minutes to capture some of these reaction points because this tells you the places where you have things going on in your subconscious mind that's sabotaging you in one way or another. And they're, they're poking their little heads up. They're going to play whack-a-mole with you <laughs> until you capture them on paper and you go, okay, I know who you are, little bugger. And then you can really start to work on it. So catch that and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I am still here with the amazing and wonderful Jill M. Jackson. Um, before we went to the break, we were talking about jumping off that cliff of faith, beginning to bring our service out into the world, and beginning to figure out how do we make this mission actually monetized how, how do we start the money flow again and i know part of the issue around that is ooh, money is the root of all evil and a lot of this crap that we learn as kids 
I would put out there for your mind to play with that money actually stands for my own natural energy yield. Beautiful. Yeah, I didn't come up with that. I stole it from Rianla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it really stuck with me because it took money from like this 3D abstract thing that I was chasing and I was able to like ground that into, wait a second, this is a fair energy exchange for my energy, my time, my gifts, my focus. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think that that's what a lot of people may not understand is that we are using our life force energy in, in this work. And when we're really holding space for someone to go through their own healing journey, their own awakening journey uh, or teaching or anything else like that for myself, I, I channel that energy. And so I really limit the number of clients I work with on a daily basis, not only right. for them, but for my own well-being. Well, and the bottom line is we all only have 24 hours in every day. And a certain number of those hours have to be spent making that energetic exchange, because that's what you have to have right now in the modern world. They don't, they're not going to let you trade chickens for dental services. It's just not how it works right now. So you do have to find a way to turn your energy into that thing that we call currency in order to grease the wheels of your life. Um, and there were a lot of things that arrived in my world that helped to kind of break some of those old money things apart. One was a healer. Um, we'd gotten down to the end of a training and she's like, and charge money for this. <laughs> the whole class is like, oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, she says, Here, here's the deal. There are two kinds of healers in this world. There are w the ones that can pay their bills and the ones that cannot pay their bills. You will be in the ones that can pay their bills. So charge money for this. And after that class, I spent a bunch of time going, okay, how do I counter this? argument that keeps getting pushed back at me that you well you can't charge for healing you can't charge for miracles you can't charge for it's like okay yeah I, i'll give you that i cannot charge you for a miracle you may or may not get one i can't guarantee that but i can guarantee that i will give you x amount of my time and x amount of my time costs this yes there you go <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, what's fascinating to me because I had my own mindset money issues to, to work through throughout my journey. I didn't mind at all paying for training, right? It right. never, it ne I, I, I have a quest for knowledge and I really wanted to, to learn and, and I never had an issue. But then when I started teaching, I really had to, to be honest with myself about how I felt about what I was going to charge my students for taking the, the training. So, you know, I worked on that and the same with the sessions. And every time that I would go through an increase in my rates, do you know that more abundance came, more clients came because you go through this rationality in your mind that if, if I charge this amount, Nobody will. There'll be fewer think people. About you. Yeah. There'll and be I, fewer. 
I think as entrepreneurs and healers, because many of us don't even think of ourselves as an entrepreneur, we get mm -hmm. stuck in our own headspace and we forget that the other person, there are certain psychological things that are common with humans and they value things that require effort more than things that don't require effort. People value things that they've had to pay money for more than they value free things. And so if you have a bunch of clients who aren't showing up or not doing their homework, are not getting results, are not as committed to their process as you would want them to be, if you're caring more than they are, you need to raise your rates. It's a sure yes. sign you need to charge more than you're charging right now. Without a doubt. And it was interesting because again, going back to that etheric two by four, hitting over the head with, with my spirit team, I even I went through the process of paying a business coach a tremendous amount of money to help me with my own mindset money issues. And, and it worked beautifully. I mean, I highly recommend that. And I enjoy being in turn offering that to my clients now because we can really work through those limitations and if we don't show up for ourselves how can we authentically be there for our clients right? or expect them to show up for themselves i have yes. found that and you can confirm or deny this i have found in general if you are unwilling to spend four or five figures on your own healing, your own journey, your own education, whether it's a healer, a business coach, a retreat, what it is, you are not going to be able to command that price from your own clients because it's 100%. not in alignment. Yeah. 100%. And I even talked to, you know, some of my students who end up, you know, becoming professional healers, psychics, mediums, you know, even teachers, and I, I say, what is, what is the price of a trade school? What is it, what does it cost even to be a massage therapist? Now, nowadays, I, I believe that training is in the twenty thousand dollar and up and up, yeah, range and up. yeah, naturopath. And, some of that stuff will cost you fifty grand or more. Yes, and the work that we do, you know, going through the proper training and mentoring process is just as vital and the you know to to be able to study with a, a spiritual teacher or a mentor that has walked this road before and offers assistance to to help because i know for myself i have had many mentors and many spiritual teachers along the way that i would not be here where i am today without their assistance absolutely and I, you made the case that it's just as important. I would make the case that it's more important for someone who's working in this spiritual realm, spiritual teaching, uh, sitting as a medium or a guide to someone as they're going along their spiritual journey. I think it's more important to have the proper training, the tools, the ethics, the boundaries that you get out of going through a program like this. Uh, because this isn't the stuff you're working with is not limited to this little life that we're walking through right now. This has eternal ramifications. 
Yes. And the and the spiritual law of cause and effect, which basically means karma, is very yeah. real. And I can and get on my I don't box. want I don't want to accumulate any more of that. No. Thank you very much. <laughs> Same here. I am yeah. You know, and 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 I could get on my soapbox about this for a long time. The untrained healers, the untrained psychics and mediums who were born with their gifts and they don't need it. I mean, to me, let's first get out of the ego. Yes, because, exactly. Just because you know, your gifts are turned on doesn't know, mean you know what the heck you're doing with them. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, the it's like saying I'm naturally gifted at basketball. The NBA should draft me. Yes. Yeah. With with no training whatsoever. whatsoever. Just because I have natural talent, that's not how the game is played. <laughs> yes. So we're down to the last few minutes of the show here, and I know you brought an opportunity with you, a gift, if you will, for the listeners. Would you like to share about that? Yes, I would love to. Uh, if you go to www.jillmjackson.com and sign up for my free newsletter, over the next five days, I'm going to take all the new people who have signed up and we're going to do a drawing. And I'm going to give away two two free gifts. One is a signed copy of my book, Secrets of the Secret. And then the other one is a 30-minute mentoring session with with me. So please go to the website. And I just got goosebumps them. all down my spine. It's like, yes, somebody's life is going to be changed by this one. <laughs> oh, I love the goosies. I love the oh, goosebumps. They're the best. <laughs> They're the yes, best. They are. So if you look in the show notes, you will find her website. Sign up for that uh, newsletter and get entered into the drawing. Uh, we're broadcasting on the 21st of August on this one. So you have until the 26th to make that happen. And I wish you much love and luck uh, as you hopefully get what you're seeking. <laughs> yes. So in the last couple of minutes of the show here, well, I'll give you one and I'll, I'll keep one. How does that sound? What is your final words of wisdom or advice for someone who's on the journey, who's been struggling around this manifestation thing? The, the main word of wisdom I have is the soul development, soul exploration, not psychic development. It, we must know our souls. We must know how we're wired. We must know the center of our, our core. And once we learn ourselves and start peeling those onion layers back, the rest starts naturally unfolding. So that would be my pearl of, of wisdom. Get to know your authentic self and your truth. Absolutely. I love that. And I guess the thing that I would add on to that is we are raised in this society to insulate ourselves from that true soul level knowing. So if right now you're sitting in a place where it's like, no, I don't know, I'm just discontented with my life. It's like you're at the starting line and it's in there. All you need to do is start peeling away the ways that society tells you to ignore it. Start peeling away the addictive behaviors. Start peeling away the ways that you numb yourself. Start peeling away some of the busyness and getting yourself some space. And follow the things that you're curious about. 
the things yes. that kind of secretly delight you where your your inner voice goes yeah but you're not worth that you're totally worth that go get it give yourself permission to enjoy it and we are up on the end of the show here i would love to i i thank you jill i don't just love to thank you i thank you for coming and being oh. a guest with us today i think you listener dear listener who's tuned in today i do this show for you Look for you and i really would love to hear from you whatever is on your heart you know i always ask for what did you think of the topic and people to talk to but i would love to just hear from you your story what your what your success is what you're struggling with i just love to hear from you drop me a quick line zofia ask zofia at transformationspace.co that's a s k z o f i a at transformationspace.co and until next week go out and live soul first thank you for being a part of our program this week sovereign self can be heard live every monday at 6 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america business channel please join host sophia renea morales again next week right here 